Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jeffrey's done everything right, so why isn't it working? He went to school and he studied as best as he could. When he'd speak to girls, he was as nice as he possibly could be, and they just never seemed interested in him. Year by year by year, Jeffrey is just sick of these rejections. Soon enough, he doesn't even want to try anymore. He finds comfort in the internet and online communities and dirty websites, and then he sinks deeper and deeper into the hole of loneliness. If we zoom out, more than 90% of the entire world are like Jeffrey. What are the 10% like? Adonis. Adonis is part of the 10% of men, but that does not mean that he is an asshole. In fact, Adonis is the most kind, the most generous, the most supportive tribe leader that they could be. He wants his men to grow alongside him, to experience all of the happy, beautiful moments that he's experienced being in this top position of men. Adonis isn't lonely, but he can emphasize with the men that are. When I started this journey of entrepreneurship and self-improvement, I moved away from the city that I was living in and I moved back to my parents' house. I moved back in the COVID lockdown and I was deeply lonely. I was literally all by myself. I had my family, but I wasn't so close to them. I didn't speak to any of my old friends. Honestly, I tried to. I really tried to like message them and stuff and you know, they kind of ignored me and stuff. And I literally just started to just navigate life by myself, trying to build a business, trying to, you know, grow this YouTube channel. And I'd go on walks every single day, literally just hoping to like bump into someone that I could talk to. And I was like practicing approaching guys and stuff. I remember recording a, a private personal video, just kind of like almost like a vlog that I could watch back of how things were. And in this 12 minute video, I ended up just repeatedly saying of how lonely I was, that the social and sexual sides of my life were totally just lacking. I had no male friends. I wasn't meeting any girls. I didn't have any level of intimacy for around four, five months. I spoke to no one. I had no friends. It was deeply, deeply lonely. 90% of men are lonely and we're gonna figure out what the consequences of this are. But first we need to actually figure out and discuss why are so many men so lonely? There's two major reasons. One is about male safe spaces and our, our ability to make male friends. And the other is about the dating market and how fucked it is to try and date and cultivate love and relationships and to build a family in this modern day. So we'll talk about that first. There is a current dynamic that you probably 
are aware of, which is that the majority of women are getting fucked by the same few top tier guys. I don't mean to be vulgar by saying that, that word fucked, but that's exactly what's happening. The top tier guys, the guys in the top 10% of men, the wealthy guys who are in shape, who are very confident, and who have this masculine stoic personality, which is so attractive to women. These top tier guys, just a handful out of hundreds or thousands of guys, they're sleeping with most girls. And you might think that this is a bit too far, right? No, there's real data to prove that the top 20% of men are attracting 80% of women. I'll say that again. The top 20% of men are attracting 80% of women. There's a very exponential return based on the level of man that you are. The majority of men get literally zero attention, attraction from women. There's been studies done on dating apps like Tinder, Bumble, which have shown that the majority of women actually left swipe almost every guy, but the guy that they do right swipe on is pretty much the same for so many girls. So essentially this is the dynamic of the one guy fucking 10 girls who all know each other. The consequence of this becomes even more understandable when you start to look at how our modern society has opened up sex for both men and women, and especially for women. Like women are way more forward with having sex these days than they would have 100, 200 years ago, why? First of all, it's like these social standards. It's, it's not only okay for a woman to sleep around these days, it's a little bit encouraged. If you look at all of the media, if you look at these music videos of these, you know, these like, idols, these rap stars, these like female rappers, fucking Megan Thee Stallion, eh, fucking disgusting ass woman, bro. You see these women who are promoting this, this sex culture, this culture of telling little girls, 10 year old girls, like, yeah, I just fucked my drug dealer. Yeah, it was so awesome. You see on TikTok of these girls just casually saying like, oh yeah, I just fucked three guys yesterday. And like, I'm really lonely still. And so society's made it trendy for a girl to sleep around these days. Now coupled that with the fact that there's no longer this constraint, this restriction on women's sexuality that came from our faith in God, when everyone was religious. It was this idea that you couldn't have sex outside of marriage and especially for women, because there was more consequences to that. Women are certainly more vulnerable to the consequences of casual sex that can impact like your soul and your ability to fall into love and you know really respect the person that you end up marrying. Then with the sex revolution that started, I think in the 60s, the 1960s, there was the birth of the contraceptive pill. And suddenly women now had the possibility of having casual sex without the risk of pregnancy. And so many women hopped onto the pill. And what that meant now is not that many consequences for a woman sleeping around. There is very severe consequences for the long term, but most people don't think long term. Most people only ever think short term. And in the short term, she can't get pregnant because she's on the pill. Her friends are not only going, not going to ostracize her, but they're going to promote her, tap her on the back. You go girl, you fuck chat last night. Whoa, awesome. Her mother, who you usually would have been like this role model. Her mother's probably a slut, a father, probably not in the home. And so this sounds sexist because I'm only talking about women, but this is very important because the issue is that women are allowed to sleep around with no problems whatsoever attached to that. Well, then who do you think women are going to sleep with? If women in general are allowed to fuck, they're of course going to choose the best man to fuck, right? It's common sense. It's like, if she's allowed to have sex, so she may as well pick the best guy for that. Who's the best guy? Well, it's the same guy that every girl's sleeping with. It's the top tier guys. It's the best guy that she could get. And so women can now afford to be way more selective before, you know, a hundred years ago, if you were like, not disgusting and you had a good job and you had good morals and values as a man. You'd get married, like you would literally be married with children at this age right now. If you're like 20 years old, you would have you would have had children at this age because you just had a good job and you were like a strong, hardworking man. That was what was needed to marry a woman and to provide and to like, you know, live this happy life of having a family. But now that's not enough because now, she may as well left swipe on every guy who is underneath six foot. She may as well left swipe on every guy who isn't making at least 100K a year. She may as well left swipe on every guy who isn't a seven or an eight or a nine out of 10. Because why should she give you this pity right swipe? Why should she invest into you 
a guy who's not anywhere near as good as the next guy that she could swipe right on on Tinder. So of course she may as well go for the best guy that's that's out there. But then that best guy is sleeping with a lot of girls, which means that there's an uneven distribution of love, sex, and intimacy. A lot of girls are going with this top tier guy, which means all these guys down here are being left with nothing. Now this has always been the case. This is true. This has always been the case. You know, in Islam, you're allowed to have four wives in, in certain circumstances. And previously, strong, very wealthy, powerful men had harems, like like literally hundreds, thousands of women that they used to sleep with. That's true. There's men out there who have slept with thousands, tens of thousands of women, literally. I mean, there's men alive today who have slept with tens of thousands of women. There are men out there who have fucked tens of thousands of women. And then there's you. Your heartbeat goes faster when you think about holding hands with a girl. When she replies to your text with a one-word answer, you're still so excited. When you think about how different these experiences of men are, you start to realize like some guys are getting way more than what's fair. But then obviously this is an issue because is it unfair? Because that guy technically is better. Should women not go with the guy who they think can give them, you know, the most sort of alpha Chad genes? You know, it, it sucks for the, the lonely guys, but like, should a woman not go for the best guy that she can get? Maybe she should. But previously, with the control of, you know, religion and the lack of the internet, the best guy she could get was probably you. Honestly, like you went to the same church or mosque as her and you were a hardworking young man and you were slightly better than the other guy, well then she would have married you. But now, it's like, why the fuck would she choose you from her church? One, she doesn't go to church. Two, her dad's not even around anyway. So it's like, yeah, she may as well fuck around. And three, bro, the best guy she can get now is like some some prince in Dubai, some millionaire, some billionaire, some tens of, you know, centi-millionaire who's flying her out to Dubai and just fucking her and then ditch, like sending her back. You can barely afford to get her an Uber to come to meet you. And some guy can fly her business class to Dubai, no problem. Now the dating market has been totally open and even encouraged for women to, you know, like indulge and to sleep around. This means that the majority of guys are not getting any attraction from women. That's going to drastically increase how lonely a lot of guys are. And then when you think about, you know, this isn't shallow. It might seem shallow right now. Like, oh yeah, so many guys aren't getting sex, but it's like, that's deeply important. That's a fundamental psychological need. And then when you think about what sex actually is supposed to lead to, which is family. And that's like, you know, the best, biggest permanent cure of loneliness. Well, then most guys aren't having that. Most people aren't even having families these days. People are having families at like age 30 later. And then the second reason why men are so lonely these days is that we don't have male spaces anymore. Do you know something sexist, misogynist, hateful that I just did recently? I told the moderators in my server, so we have a Discord server that's linked in the description. I'm not trying to plug it to you, but there's a big server there of a hundred and something thousand young people, right? Young men, mostly young men. I think there's 97% male people who are in this big Discord server that we have that I'm the owner and maybe like 30% women, right? It's the same as our YouTube analytics, right? The moderators started talking about introducing a role for the women who were a part of our server. And I did something totally sexist, right? Which so many people could hate me for. I made a message for all the moderators and said, no, we will never ever produce an update on this server for women. Our focus will be 100% dedicated to the men. You've probably never heard someone speak like that before where I openly will look you in the face and say, no, I'm not helping women. This channel is not for women. It will never be for women. You know how much more success I could have personally built if I made this like unisexual, you know, this open sort of self-improvement channel for both men and women. You know how much more fucking success and subscribers and views I could have had? Something that I am so fucking strong, like strongly opinionated about is having core masculine male only spaces because we so deeply need that now. Women can come and watch our videos. And that's fine. Women can watch our videos. That's absolutely fine. They can comment fine. But this channel is not for them. And it will never be for them. And I will not wait, make videos for them. My Discord server is not for them. They can join and they can enjoy it, like enjoy it and you know, get value from it. Okay, awesome. But I'm never going to make updates for women. That scene is so sexist these days. It's seen as so like, oh, that's a barbaric. Oh, you've got to, you've got to open, you know, you've got to have these open inviting spaces for, for all kinds of people. Shut the fuck up. Because you want to know the second reason why men are so lonely? Every kind of male space has been destroyed. What rites of passage are men going through these days? Hundreds of years ago, men were going through a rite of passage. The elders, like the, the older males, 
would put a young man, like a teenage boy, through this rite of passage, something hard work, like, a, like you know, working on the farm or some dangerous activity. And then his father and, and his brothers and his uncles would be stood there looking at this young man and saying, you're a man now. Imagine how you would feel if you went through that. Imagine if like men who you respected put you through something difficult and only there was only men around. And then like some man that you truly respected put his hand on your shoulder and said your name and said, you're a man now. What I've just described is seen as toxic in this modern day. I'm toxic. I'm so fucking toxic because that's exactly what I want to do for young men now. If that's toxic, then I'm toxic as fuck. One of my like long-term goals is I want to move somewhere very like safe so I can organize this in a safe way and buy out like this big fucking like space, this compound, you know, acres of land and set up some like quite dangerous and challenging activities and invite for free a select number of my audience. You know, every year there's like 15 guys and put them through a rite of passage right in front of me where I will like make you do some hard shit right in front of me, something that like is dangerous. And if you survive, if you get to the end of it, I will personally look at you and say that you're a man now because we don't have these rites of passages anymore. Not only do we not just have, you know, this significant event that turns us into a man, we don't have any male spaces at all. This new inclusion, you know, this, what's that word? Inclusive sort of era where like, we're not allowed to just have like a boys club anymore. You know, the boy scouts in America allow girls in there, you know, male sport teams, are getting pressured to allow women in them because yo, well, you can't just have a space with just guys, that's toxic. So what was once this core strong group, you know, multiple groups all around the world that was just full of men actually being men together with a sense of competition and our male masculine values. It's being destroyed and took away from us. Bro, this, this shit pisses me off, honestly. Do you know how many female homeless shelters there are? Lots and lots and lots. It's actually becoming like an issue in America where a lot of male homeless shelters are getting essentially like destroyed because they're, you know, they're being pressured to let women in. And eventually once you let women into like this homeless shelter, kind of have to like change the rules and, you know, change the, the sort of structure that eventually what was once a homeless shelter for both men and women eventually has to become trust for women because then there's like an issue of like, you know, putting quite like, you know, homeless, dangerous, drug addict kind of like people all together. There's actually a lot of like these sad accounts of a bunch of, homeless guys who can't even find any kind of shelter to go to because they're not women. Imagine being homeless, bro. Imagine being literally hungry, going up to like a homeless shelter that should technically allow you in. They've got a free space, a free room right there, which is warm. And you're literally fucking like cold. You've got cold shivers. You, you like you smell, you, you feel horrible. There's a free room right there with a shower, with a toothbrush and tooth. They literally, uh, there's a free room right there. And they look you in the eyes and say, you've got to be a woman. And then imagine you need to go sleep on the fucking street because this is what's happening. Male spaces are being destroyed because they think that we're, we're toxic. They think that we're hateful, hurtful people for this. They think that we hate women. They don't even realize like how much we actually respect and admire and even slightly worship women. They don't realize we're watching videos like this, you know, discussing male loneliness because we just want love and a relationship in our lives. So there's those two reasons, two major reasons why 90% of men are lonely. The dating market is all messed up and the majority of guys aren't getting any attraction from girls. Girls aren't replying to some guy who's not a top tier man. And then also male spaces are just being destroyed. So not only are we not dating and having love and sex and families, we don't even have brothers to be friends with and to grow with anymore. And so what are the consequences of so many men being lonely? There's quite a few. One of them that comes to mind is the incel uprising. So incel is this derogatory term for a man who essentially can't have sex. Like he's not a top tier man. So, which is honestly like you might, if I ask you what percentage of men are incels, you'll probably say like, you know, 10%, 5%, 20%, something like that, right? Technically 90% of men are incels. I will say this again, 90% of men are incels because 90% of men aren't having sex, aren't dating. And out of that 90%, bro, there's not that many who are voluntarily doing that. Of these 90% of men, no matter if they're on monk mode or, or semen retention, bro, you put a hot girl in front of them, they'd love 
to fall in love with her. They'd love that she fell. Of course they would, right? I think a lot of like this monk mode semen retention is quite cope for a lot of guys. You know, the Sigma male grinds are like, oh yeah, girls are just stupid. I don't need girls. A lot of it's just cope from just incels. The thing is, 90% of men are incels. You watching this right now are technically an incel. It doesn't seem like you actually are because incel seems this like scary word of like these dark, like dangerous people. But the definition of incel means involuntarily celibate. That means that they are celibate, like they're not having sex involuntarily, which means like not by their own wishes. There's a lot of guys in this bottom 90% of, of incels who act like it is voluntarily. They act like, you know, well, you know, I don't care about getting girls. Oh, it's a cope. 90% of men are incels. To be an incel, you don't need to be like these ones that get put on the news when, you know, they've like shot up some school or something like that, because that's like, that's more of like a terrorist. That's more of like, you know, this dangerous criminal, killer, murderer, right? An incel simply is by definition, just a guy who can't get laid, a guy who can't have sex with girls right now, a guy who's not getting attention from girls. If you get less than 10 matches a day on Tinder, which is more than 90% of men, then you're probably an incel. That's actually fucked how many guys are in this group. And so there may be some kind of incel uprising, which is an uprising of the 90% of men who no longer have this fundamental need of sex, love, intimacy, and family checked off. And so we may see a lot of more like dangerous criminal murderer incel attacks. We may see more incel attacks where, you know, someone's like shooting up and being violent and hurting other people. We may also see so many of this group of men start killing themselves. Now, suicide is already so common in men. It's so, so common. To think that it's like a female problem pisses me off, honestly. Like I've seen adverts before that have literally said one in four suicides are women. And then it's like a hotline for like, um, you know, women's like care or something. Think about the statistic that they're using. One in four suicides are women. So what it actually means is that three out of four, 75%, actually it's closer to about 80%. 80% of suicides are men and they didn't even write about us in, in this like headline or whatever. Suicides is already, I believe it is the single most common reason for death of like young men in developed countries. It's already very common. And I fear that over the next few years, it's going to rise exponentially. Not a little bit more, you know, a little bit more. You know, you've already seen like a bunch of celebrities who have ended up clean themselves. You've seen like people who have overdosed on drugs almost like on purpose. Maybe you've seen it with one of your friends or someone in your school. Like mark my words, there will be an exponential rise in male suicide to the point that schools will be shut down because they don't realize what's happening. You know, every year in a school, maybe one pupil kills themselves these days, one or two. Some random year, like probably very soon, there's going to be a school year where 20, 25 young men kill themselves just randomly from the jump of like two per year to about 25 because this is how exponential growth works. And that will lead to chaos. The school will shut down. There'll be an investigation. You'll see this on the news. Suddenly in the space of two weeks, three celebrities, male celebrity, male, that you really love will kill themselves within the space of a couple of weeks. You'll see this soon, bro. I promise you that chaos and you know bad hard times are exponential. I promise you, you will see this because what do they have to live for? What does a man in the modern day even have to live for? If you're in the top 10% of men and you're, you know, you're wealthy, you've got status, you're attractive, you've got a girlfriend or you've got multiple girls. Okay, fair enough. You've got a lot of boxes checked off. But if you're in the bottom 90% of men, you're not even wealthy. So you still have to go to some shit job every single day. You're not even making much money. You can barely even afford your groceries anymore because stuff's so expensive. The energy bill is fucking atrocious. So you're literally hungry and cold. Like literally, bro, the modern man is hungry, cold, and lonely. What do they have to live for? They're not going to have families. The hope that a lot of guys do have, oh, you know, maybe these girls will turn around. You know, maybe she'll realize that chat, like, you know, like this is the dynamic of the little friend zone, little beta male who sees the girl keep getting fucked over by the chads, by the alphas. And eventually he hopes that she'll eventually, you know, like change her life around and realize that those jock 
asshole type of guys, you know, those alpha high testosterone type of guys are like not the right thing and she'll eventually choose a real man like him. Well, that's gonna happen five, 10 years after she's enjoyed those bad boys. Just around half of women who get married openly admit that the best sex of their life was not their husband. <laughs> Is that gonna be you, bro? 49% of women who get married openly admit that the best sex of their life is not their husband. Imagine getting married and she has a different guy in her mind when she thinks of like the best, most hot sex that she's ever had in her life. Around 60% of married women literally say that they would rather nap and read a book instead of having sex with their husband. I mean, this is obviously accounting for like, you know, older couples because what's happening is that these women, you know, they get to freely enjoy sex or so they sleep with the chads, the higher testosterone, the guys who like, who choke them and slap them and spit in their mouth. And women, honestly, a lot of a lot of women like this stuff. And then eventually she goes through a bunch of guys like this and you know, they don't really want to commit. They're too like boisterous and adventurous. And that, this type of man is very hard to like, kind of like settle down unless she's a very, very good woman. But then once she's been through experiences like that, eventually, you know, she gets kind of tired of this cycle of, you know, these guys who just keep fucking around and they don't get into a real relationship. A lot of girls are experiencing this problem right now and then eventually they meet a real man like you and they start like praising you like, yes, he's a real man. He wants a relationship. This is the dynamic that she's enjoyed the alphas and now she wants to just chill with the beta. An issue which now gets the very controversial stuff, which is quite dangerous for me to say with the risk of my channel. Because at this point then when a woman is older, it is pretty likely to be true that an older woman is not going to be as good of a partner to you as a younger woman would be. And there's multiple reasons for this. One is that men very much appreciate beauty and you know very much value attractiveness in women. Women still value attractiveness, but nowhere near as much as men do. And women generally are more attractive being younger. Generally, like a woman's attractiveness on average seems to peak at like 22, 23. And for women, it was actually not that case at all. For women, if you imagine like some 30 year old, she's not gonna say like, oh yeah, men are, men are most attractive at 80. She's not gonna say that as issue. Women generally was in line with their own age and oftentimes a little bit older, which is the dynamic which we've always seen women generally prefer men who are older than them men of all ages are most attractive to an 18 year old woman the issue then is that if you're this this guy that this woman eventually settles down with because you're a real man but this is years after she's already experienced like the party lifestyle and you know maybe she's a victim of the sort of bad nutrition and bad mental health and you know everyone's kind of like overweight these days and everything chances are like she's just on this physical vanity level she's not going to be as attractive as you potentially could have gotten if you like attracted her first then it's also this more red pill shit of like if a woman has experienced more relationships and more sex with different guys through her life, then it drastically decreases her ability to be like a good wife and also mother for your children. It drastically increases her likelihood of cheating on you and also of divorcing you. This is statistics and like real fucking studies that people don't want us to talk about because it's so horrible, it's so toxic, it's so like misogynist and stuff. But on average, her likelihood to cheat on you is increased by seven to 11% per guy that she has slept with before you. A lot of women, when I looked at this online and you know, there was like articles and Reddit posts and everything from like years ago. And a lot of women were just saying like, oh no, like, you know, it doesn't matter the guys that I've slept with. I just like having sex here. It doesn't even matter. Like, you know, I can still be fit. Like, it's not true. It's honestly not true. Every guy that she slept with on average increases her chance to cheat on you by about 10% and divorce was roughly like 5% per guy. It wasn't about how many times that she had sex. A lot of girls have sort of countered this and said, oh, but it doesn't really matter because if she slept with 10 guys, but you know, if she just slept with her boyfriend 10 times, it'd be the same thing. No, it's not. Because it's not about quantity of sex. It's about the variety of partners that she's had. If she's hooked up and sort of opened up her body, her heart and her soul to 10 guys, 20 guys, 30 guys, 40 guys, it quite frankly means that she's unfit for a long-term relationship with the majority of men. There's only one redeeming factor of this is that if you're a fucking top tier Chad, if you're like a top tier 1% man and you meet a girl who has slept around, but you are literally the best guy that she could ever get in her life, then it seems like maybe she'd still pair bond with you. But what we're talking about is the destruction 
destruction of a woman's ability to pair bond due to the amount of guys that she slept with before you. The term pair bond means when a woman totally falls in love with you to the point that she idolizes you and you are that masculine figure who like is the most important thing in her life. And that is absolutely essential for a good long-term secure relationship. A lot of fucking people will argue, oh, well, you know, career studies, uh. Once we understand this like brutal red pill truce of the world, which is, you know, women's sexuality kind of leads to chaos and it leads to their own unhappiness and it leads to the loneliness of men. What then happens is that families start to disappear. The more men who are lonely, which starts from, you know, women's sexuality and feminism and everything, families start to be sort of zoned out because there's no point getting into a family when if you're a top tier guy, you can fuck girls without being into a family. And if you're a bottom tier guy, you're irrelevant anyway. So the nuclear family is decreasing. A lot of people are just staying single, not having children, which is not ideal for a country because when a country has a reduction in families, the country gets weaker. Good morals and strength starts with the family. And it, honestly, everything, really everything starts with the strong masculine father figure. Literally everything is about the father. I don't know, is this controversial? Is this common sense to anyone else? But like the future of a country is literally just determined by the quality of their fathers. And if, if there's no fathers here in these this like godless Western countries, because everyone's lonely, no one's having families and everything. The men here are weak. The women here are, are very promiscuous. When a country doesn't have many families, like it, it will start to degrade its, its strength, its morals, its values. And not quickly, but over time, certainly over time, that country just gets weaker and weaker and weaker. It gets more progressive. It gets more like feminist. It gets more like left wing. And they start taking away funds from their military. They start letting in immigrants, which are like sounds racist coming from a brown guy and everything. But like, you'll see why this is important. The country becomes way more individual and free and liberal. And I'm not too much into politics, so I might be wrong here. But essentially, those are the political views of quite weak people. And I don't say this as an insult, it's just generally like strength comes from this lack of tolerance. The left is a lot weaker and more, like nicer and more sort of feminine with this thing of like, oh, well, if you're not rich, like we'll give you some free money, don't worry. With these values of a country, it starts to get weaker and weaker, but you know, this is the point which a lot of these Western countries are in, but it doesn't seem too bad. It seems like, you know, it's it's nice times. You know, the hardcore feminists in Western countries are trying to have debates of like, oh yeah, like, you know, patriarchy rules here, but like we can change that. Like, yeah, we don't need men. Like uh, women can just work those jobs anyway. Like only men rule for now, but we'll change that. What they don't realize is like they've been born and bred and raised in a society that's been deeply safe for all of their life. And so they, they haven't needed a masculine strong father figure just yet. But there are other countries that are still masculine. There are other countries that are still disciplined. There are other countries that promote families, which means that those countries do not have a huge level of male loneliness. Because of that, if there is a war to break out, what's going to happen? The lonely, sexually deprived, suicidal, depressed, porn addicted, video games playing, low testosterone, soy eating, vegan food eating men of the West who don't even have families to fight for are going to have to go to war against the hard, intolerant, disciplined, strong, men who are gonna fight for their wives and their children. What's gonna happen? So this seems very like just overly serious what I'm saying. We've lived in very safe times. If you live in the West, we've lived in very safe times and those times may be getting close to an end because right now there may be other countries out there right now that, that see these countries that we are in in the West, in the UK, the US and they just see them as like easy pickings. Not just yet. Let's let the, you know, these countries degrade their values a bit more. Let's let TikTok keep ruining the young generation. I will say this again. There are some countries out there that are still strong. There are countries out there where men are not lonely and they have families. Click and watch this video right now. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, welcome to the Next Wave podcast. Consider us your chief AI officer in your business. My name is Matt Wolf. I have the number one YouTube channel in the AI space. I also run futuretools.com, and I'm joined by my co-host, Nathan Lands, founder of Lore.com. We want to bring you the latest AI news and trends, show you how you can use AI in your business and personal life, and help make it super easy for you to understand and execute. We're going to equip you with the knowledge to thrive in this upcoming wave of change. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.